Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Untapped Podcast. My name is Jacob Gable. And my name is Jacob Bortz, guys. Welcome to Season 3, Episode Number 3. Boom. Let's do it. Yes, sir. Guys, if this is your first time joining us with the Untapped Podcast, welcome. Thank you for choosing us to listen to, guys. We have five main formats of our show. First, we have Forging Fortitude episodes, and this was actually our last last full-length episode. In these episodes, we cover the mental side of things, okay? We talk a lot about our anecdotal experiences with um, mindset, mentality, building a bit better and stronger mindset, um, and things of that nature. Next, we have Physical Vitality episodes. Such a sick name. Such a sweet name. Yeah, yeah. I love how those yeah. flow. Uh, in these ones, we talk about the physical side of things, okay? You have two certified personal trainers here, and this is where we cover fitness, the gym, workouts, outdoor workouts, things of that nature, diet as well. Um, so we really, really get to show off our expertise in those physical vitality episodes. Yeah, yeah, those are a lot of fun. Guys, our next three episodes, our formats, so to speak, are our breaking news format, which is what we have for you today. Mm -hmm. um, you can probably guess what it is by the title, but uh, <laughs> pretty funny. Drink cores, uh, baby. Drink cores. <laughs> um, so, guys, our breaking news episodes are an ode to our EX current episodes from season two. Mm -hmm. They are how history connects to the current day. They are current events, you know, what's going on in the world. Uh, our take and our opinions on things as well. You know, mm -hmm. if someone's bullshit, if we should freak out about it or if we should just chill out about it, that type of thing. Yep. Our next format is our Knight's Table episodes. So cool. that is also a very cool name can't wait to um, start doing those episodes. yeah you guys are gonna love those again th that's an ode to our ex gentleman from season two uh that is where we really just talk about masculinity how good of a thing it is how it is not toxic how you can become a better stronger man how you can become mm. you know who you were meant to be as a man and bring a lot of good to this world right uh, we have a lot of fun with those our final format is our guest and that's pretty pretty self-explanatory we Definitely. sit down with somebody that brings you a lot of value an entrepreneur fitness professional whatever it is and we have a lot of fun with them have a good conversation we bring mm -hmm. you some good stuff and our final little things to introduce is our uh producer what's Mitchell up Gable. finally got horse. to uh got to record here huh i know man it uh it took a while <laughs> we we had just a uh, a pretty bad storm blow through here in st mm -hmm. louis and we actually did not have power for Probably close to two hours, at honestly. Least, at least, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had to go hit up our guy at Qdoba. You know, we had yeah, to go, we, we have, had, had to go hit up the spot. For the for those of you that don't that haven't <laughs> listened to the first two episodes, I mean, that guy, this guy, just fills our plate. He, with he takes everything. care of us, yeah, big time. All types of pulled pork, steak, you name it, guys. <laughs> Some random guy. Them. No, we we can't disclose. The I don't even know his though. name. Yeah, I don't, I don't know his name either. <laughs> yeah, well, I feel bad now. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we can't disclose the location, like Mitchell said. It's yes. a secret Qdoba location. Yeah, very just very for secret. us. Yeah, just for us guys. But guys, we uh, today, obviously, like you just said, we have a breaking news episode, our first one of season three, mm. and this is a pretty hot topic right now in the, the current events sure. world, um, and we're going to talk about the situation surrounding Bud Light and Anheuser-Busch, not, not only because Anheuser-Busch is a, a St. Louis company, you know, it, it yep. started here, here in St. Louis, and it's a big part of St. Louis too. You know, the Cardinals, their stadium is called Bush Stadium. That comes from Anheuser-Busch. Yep. Um, and uh, so it's just a, it's a big deal to us here in St. Louis. We kind of live and breathe AB and, and um, you know, there's been a lot of national and worldwide attention on it here recently and not really in a great way. Um, not in the best way possible. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. So for those of you that didn't hear, um, Bud Light kind of followed along with the woke culture um, that you know, Nike has really been pushing. Sounds like Jack Daniels did something. We're not gonna. I don't. I don't know all the details of that yeah. one, so we're not gonna touch on that. I just know something happened. Um, but they kind of followed in the woke uh, footsteps that a lot of these bigger name companies are going to, and they partnered with Dylan Mulvaney. And Dylan Mulvaney was celebrating his, her, his. His name's Dylan. Uh, his. I don't know. Three hundred and sixty fifth day of being trans and so bud light partnered with him and gave him a can with his face on it sweet yes and now these cans were not mm -hmm. available to the public to buy but they had a whole marketing campaign for it it was pushed out by um a relatively new vp i believe she was the vp of marketing for she's bud vp light. of marketing correct yes yep. yes yep. she wasn't like the vp of the whole company right I don't think that would have uh, it would when, never would have happened. Never would have happened. Yeah. Right. As and, we'll and, talk about. and we'll get into that. Yeah. Yes. Um, but they put out this this social media marketing campaign and it's just a little frustrating. 
It's a little frustrating. Not to mention weird. Very weird. Yes, there's this there's this video that's probably, I don't know, like 45 seconds long of uh, Dylan talking about Bud Light and March Madness and like kind of cracking open a Bud Light. It's just like, it's very, very weird. Taking the smallest sip of a beer I've ever seen in my entire yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and then shows the can with his face on it. And it's just, it's a very creepy video. It's very, very creepy to like, see him acting as a woman, dressed as a woman, talking like a woman. Um, and just the, the whole situation is very, very creepy to watch in mm. our eyes. Do you want the sound bite? Uh, sure. Yeah, we can insert it. Yeah. Let me hear. Should be able to hear here. Carrying skills, right? I got some Bud Lights for us. So I kept hearing about this thing called March Madness. And, this and is I thought we were all just having a hectic month. But Correct. it turns out it has something to do with sports. And I'm not sure exactly which sport, but either way, it's a cause to celebrate. Yeah, there's the small. This month, I celebrated my day 365 of womanhood, and Bud Light sent me possibly the best <laughs> gift ever a can with my face on it. Dude. Check out my Instagram story to see how you can enjoy March Madness with Bud Light and maybe win some money too. Love ya! Cheers! Yeah, and, and, Go team! Oof. It's Whatever just it's so it's love, just it's just very very odd to watch. Okay, um, because it feels very inorganic. Inorganic, and you yeah. can also tell this is someone that does not drink Bud Light. No, like for sure. No, like let's on. be honest, Bud Light is a party beer. Yep, it's a beer of Midwest of, of Midwest. You know, yep. blue collar, blue collar, yep. redneck type people. You know, that's Col- college dudes. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. It's, and, it's not like elite class. Exactly, and that's yeah. exactly how this is. This setting, it, they're trying to make it look like that. Yeah. And it would also just be weird if Bud Light tried to release a marketing campaign of it being like a high class beer. Like, I don't know. In my eyes, beer is not like high class. Well, and the, just- thing, <laughs> and the thing is, too, is like beer has been successful in general off of the fact that it, it comes with like the regular American. Like, that, exactly. like that's what the regular American drinks because right. because people in Hollywood or sitting in their their white suits and, you know, tuxes or whatever. They're not whoa, the ones whoa, who drink. Whoa, whoa, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Do not be hating on white suits. Well, I'm I, white suits I'm, are fantastic. Hey, I'm not hating on white suits. I'm saying they're <laughs> That's really racist. nice. Yeah. I wore one one time for Easter when yeah. I was younger. What's wrong with black suits? Words? I looked like a freaking yeah. baller. Hey, I love also. I love wearing suits. True, I don't true. care what they look yeah. like, but white suits. Oh man. But clean, yeah, I, clean look. The, the point the point stands. It's like it's for people. It's not for people who you know are sipping their their rosé or whatever in the world. Like, well, that's just of, not how yeah. you market it. It's not. That no. It's not for those people. But that's just not like. That's not going to cause people to want to buy it yep. when it's a product like Bud Light. Yeah. There's nothing against Bud Light. Like, like it's a fine beer. I, you should probably drink Bush Light instead. Yeah. It's just the roll, you know, roll as, Bush Light. As Mitchell says, it's the nectar of the gods. Yep. You know? Yeah. But Coors Light is good. Coors Light is good. Yes. There's a, there's a reason we're saying drink. Little Coors spotted cow, little upper Midwest too. Right. <laughs> right. Miller's not horrible, but we can't be supporting Milwaukee uh, where the Brewers are at. Obviously, yeah. you know, it's, it's obvious. I've, I've had Miller one time, and I thought it, I thought I literally drank like the worst thing I've ever had in my entire life. I was. Like, <laughs> it's not that bad. Yeah. Come on. All right. Come on. Maybe I'm just a little bit harsh. On you. Okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah. this this video is very very creepy to watch. Hopefully, the soundbite worked there, so you guys can kind of hear it. Um, I do encourage you to go watch it if you haven't seen it. But what's also odd about this whole situation is this VP for Bud Light came out and said, you know, for too long Bud Light has been pushed as the as a fratty beer and it's out of touch with new societal norms or however she worded it. Mm-hmm. Um, Mitchell, maybe you have the exact quote. But it's just like you clearly don't know the demographic nope. of your consumers. Nope. So here's one from an interview. Her name is Alyssa Heinerschneid. <laughs> Um, what a name. She did an interview nice. with the podcast Make Yourself at Home on March 30th, where she's discussed her work in transforming the Bud Light brand. So, again, this is from the New York Post. Um, the quote goes I'm a businesswoman. I had a really clear job to do when I took over Bud Light, and it was this brand is in decline. It's been in, in a decline for a really long time. And if we do not attract young drinkers to come and drink this brand, there will be no future for Bud Light. Go to any college campus. <laughs> I, there that, are Bud Light cans everywhere. I was I was lost by the like it's in decline. Yeah, Cause, in decline cause, where? Because because what is it out of like the top five beers in the entire world? It's like Bud Light's number four. I think it's number four or something ridiculous like that. Yeah, and it's well, just like uh, it makes no sense. 
Go to any sporting event. There's Bud Light everywhere. There's Bud Light ads everywhere. There's Bud Light commercials it's everywhere. It's that first form Summer Smash. Exactly. I mean, it's 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 it, everywhere. It's, it's literally everywhere. It's probably the most, like, hey, dude, you want to go get a beer? Bud Light is going to be there. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I, I've... I've never seen a bar that doesn't have Bud Light. It might the only one that might even might compete in my head is like Mick Ultra. Maybe, Maybe. but even some places don't carry that because yeah. it's more expensive. And, and yeah, because it's a lighter beer. Yeah, sure, right. Sure, and, it, yeah. and it's considered a premium beer. This mm. is just coming like at the movie theater that I worked at. Like it was more expensive. Mick Ultra was more expensive. Yep. It was more expensive to buy. It was more expensive to purchase as a as a customer. So a lot of places don't carry it because yep. of that reason. And it, it's so like I heard that quote and I read that and I was just like. What the hell are you talking about? In yep. decline. It also comes off as very arrogant on her part because like she's like, I had a clear job to do. Yeah, when I took over it's like Bud Light. It's like, no, you just had to market beer. No, you were just itching to push your woke agenda. Yes. Like <laughs> is what you were trying to yeah. do. Yep. And you thought you had this clear purpose to push all this stuff. And it's like you chose the wrong area to do that yep. in. Well, and and here's here's my issue with all the with the far left woke stuff in general. It and what bothers me is that I, I don't think they understand that there wouldn't be this much outrage and backlash to the stuff they do mm-hmm. if they didn't try to force it in our face exactly. every single time. Right. Like if you guys just did your own thing, we have a constitution for a reason. Exactly. Go do your thing. Right. We don't need to have a dude who poses as a six-year-old and dresses up as a woman and whatever marketing right. your stuff. Like that's that's not something that needs to happen. Right. Because we're not like if we if we see like Dylan on the streets, like, yeah, it's like, okay, it's kind of odd, but then we'll just keep, keep on with our keep day. Keep going, yeah. But if you're shoving it in our face right. by having a marketing campaign Literally for it. Literally and figuratively. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's another thing we'll even get into, hey, too. yo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude, some of these drag shows, like, you yep. see you see a, a small child, like, in the, in the center of a giant circle, and, like, they're just getting danced on by these drag queens and stuff. Yep. And, and meanwhile, too, this is probably what pisses me off the most about these videos, because there's been several that have come out yep. in states like Texas and stuff, too, where you see in the background all the dads, mm. like, watching. Ooh. And it's like, <laughs> you're just going to let this happen to your kid? Like, what? You have nothing to say about this? You have that's, nothing? That's there's exactly, no yeah. no instinct in you that's like, hmm, this is weird, or like, I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't bring my kid here. None? That's the definition of the the low T, the low testosterone That's epidemic we saying, have in our dude. country. Yeah. Because instead of them stepping up and having a boundary with their wife or in their family, they allow this to happen. Or with society. Or it's with not even with their wife and family. It's just yeah. with like, hey, I mean, I'm not going to let a guy posing as a girl shove his dick in my kid's face. Yep. Like, no. Like, how about you just stand up and say no and get the hell out of there? Yep. It makes me so mad. Yep. It makes me so mad. It, the, the overarching point, too, is like, it's, it is abnormal for a guy to try to be a girl mm-hmm. and it is abnormal for a girl to try to be a guy yeah because there are two separate genders and there have been for the thousands of years that our world mm-hmm. has been around mm-hmm. and that is normal and right. and until about 10 to 15 years ago it was considered a mental illness if somebody went and did what dylan is do- doing or yeah, like right. jeffrey marsh is another influencer i see all the time mm-hmm. that is like like an old man trying to pose as a woman mm-hmm. in some or like poses more feminine. I don't know what he, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know. I've, it, I've never even heard of that. You, you look him yeah. up. You'll, I don't think you want to see it. You probably don't even want to look that up, but mm-hmm. it's, it's interesting because this was like, that was considered a mental illness till about 10 to 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. It was a diagnosed mental illness. And we truthfully should have been getting people like that help. Yeah. And we still should be getting people like that help instead of encouraging the delusion that right. is thinking you're the opposite gender that you were born in the wrong, wrong body. That's or whatever. not so first, what does that even mean. First of all, it's extremely disrespectful to, like your creator, but right. like at, at, at the Christian viewpoint of things, like that alone is so disrespectful right. that you think that you're just put in this wrong, incorrect body, right. which of course they don't care about the Christian viewpoint because that's sure. not what they believe in. Sure. But it, but on the other end of things, it's just like, that is just not possible. That mm-hmm. is not a, a humanly in any way capable, like humans aren't capable of becoming another gender, right. no matter how much, how many hormones or how much you inject in somebody. Mm-hmm. A good example of this guys. So there's actually a research study done. This, this was, this will relate. It's with steroids. So it is shown that men who take performance enhancing steroids, mm-hmm. you know, testosterone, trend, trend blown acetate, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. If they take that type of stuff and then they get off it after however many, you know, a year, two of use, three years, however long, they still have elevated blood levels of testosterone throughout the rest of their life. Mm. Now, the same goes for a guy then becoming a girl. No matter how, many, how much estrogen, how many hormones you inject into that 
now again in quotations girl mm -hmm. they still have elevated testosterone levels so mm -hmm. they are still a man their yeah. hormones and their chromosomes do not change magically to a girl so that's right. not possible right so that's i mean that's that's why sports relate to this as well with transgenders and why well, right, men dude. can't compete against women that's not a thing right so you, you are literally like the, your hardcore efforts of becoming a girl or becoming a guy if you're a girl literally are not possible Mm -hmm. Just as if you're a girl trying to transition to a guy, it's the same thing. You cannot have the same testosterone levels or same physical strength, same biological qualities as a man has. Mm -hmm. Just like the opposite way. It's, right. it's not possible. Right. It's delusion is what it, it is. is. It is. It and we is. encourage it. I know. And it's 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 celebrated. It's encouraged. And I also think that that some of this is blown out of proportion ways. Because oh, I think that yeah. social media and I think the mass media purposely try to make it seem more prevalent than what mm -hmm. it actually is. Mm -hmm. Because, like, how often do you actually encounter someone who identifies as something else? Granted, we are in Missouri. But of course, yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. There, I think there's been one in my life, one, truthfully, and even even the same with people who are gay. Like, you don't encounter a ton of them, you know. And for the most part, the ones that you might are pretty normal people. Like seriously, the normal guys, yep. normal girls. Yep. And they're not trying to push it in your face. They're not trying to be like, "Hey, I'm gay, so like, you need to treat me this way." Like, I found out someone at my gym was was gay or is gay, and I've known him for well over a year. I had no idea, and he told me that, and I was like, "Okay." I was like, "I don't see any different. Like, yep. you're, you're still, you know, who you are to me. I'm still gonna say hi. Like, we're still gonna be like, like I don't think of you any differently because mm -hmm. you're not trying to push your viewpoints on me. You're not trying to." trying to make me think a different way than what I think. Yep. You know what I mean? And that's great. Like, you do you. I don't necessarily agree with it, but that doesn't mean I don't like you. That doesn't mean I hate you. Nope. You know? But when when these things are forced upon us through social media, through mass media, through marketing campaigns like this, like, that pisses me off, mm -hmm. you know? And obviously, I'm not alone in this, but this also just goes back, and I, I sort of mentioned this earlier, but something like Bud Light, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Because... Their demographic is primarily that frat culture, okay? Which typically frat culture is going to be more, you know, right leaning on certain things and mm -hmm. and more um, party type atmosphere. I don't, there's probably a better word to explain that, but you know, they don't want to be have this stuff forced on them. You know, they just want to drink Bud Light and get drunk and have fun. Yep, drink Bud Light, yeah. have a good time, have a good time with their boys, whatever, exactly. like have exactly. their friends. Yeah. And it's going to be primarily Midwest people who are, are again, more blue-collar, right-leaning type mm -hmm. people. Not all. Not everyone that drinks Bud Light is right-leaning. But I'm just saying your their primary demographic yep. is going to fall into those categories. Which, from what I understand, with marketing and with business is like your number one thing. If you have a certain demographic, you don't just market away from it. Exactly. It doesn't make any business sense whatsoever. Right. And we've seen this happen with Bud Light in, what, the, the couple weeks now that this has happened? They've lost like $6 billion. Six billion in market share, I believe. Exactly. Yep. yep. And that is was. that's yep. an insane amount of money. Yep. Now, granted, it's early. It's in the first week or two. Like uh, I think DJ actually caveated this on Real AF, but like it is in the first week or two of the market share. But the early on market share is that within the first week or two of this coming out with Dylan was that it went down about six billion, like you said. Yeah. And the interesting thing is how this will continue because mm -hmm. another thing that came up with a New York Post article, I believe, um, was that distributors were extremely nervous about how this is going to turn out. Well, yeah. Because they were like, what the hell? Like, I mean, because now all of a sudden there was like less interest in Bud Light, right? Like right off the original outrage of this yeah, and whatnot. Just off the rip there. Yeah. So the problem is then who does that affect? Everybody it affects those distributors. It yep. affects those blue collar or those, you know, hardworking Americans and whatnot who are connected mm -hmm. to Bud Light in some way, who yeah. are connected to the alcohol industry in some way, right. who need the revenue from AB right. because it's a massive company yeah. to you know, push their sales and support these, these families and whatnot too. Exactly. You know, and, and most of those people also aren't going to be for this, this trans agendas being pushed and the other agendas being pushed. Like when I, again, I'll reference the movie theater we had. So the distributor that we got our alcohol from was called gray Eagle, mm -hmm. which I think is a countrywide um, company distributor company. Yep. See it and, a lot in here in Missouri. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And there's a, there's a, a uh, distributor, Distribu distributorship plant yep. or whatever yeah. i don't know whatever yeah, yeah. not far from here and that's where our deliveries would come from and we would have the same one two sometimes a third guy would be our delivery guy but like i got to know them because every single week they would be come in and deliver our ab products mm -hmm. and these guys were normal guys just like me 
you know, yep. and you can just tell through conversations and things you agree on, things you get fired up about, they're going to have the same ideologies on certain things that, yep. like what we do. Yep. And so that's the point here is those people who not only do they not mess with this stuff, but it has nothing to do with them are now being affected because maybe they have less deliveries, which means less money on the paycheck, you know, stuff like that, that it trickles all the way down. People that own bars, maybe less people are coming in. Maybe less people are buying a certain product, so they're struggling or yep. something like that. Their most you know? commonly bought product in Bud Light exactly. is now not being bought as commonly. Exactly. Which, you know, maybe it maybe it increases sales for, like, cores or other beers and whatnot. But I'm sure it will immediately. But, yeah. I mean, again, who knows? Right. That's that's It it's develops a lot of uncertainty. And the thing is, mm -hmm. and what this woke agenda does not consider, and especially this VP, of marketing for Bud Light, she does not consider is she doesn't consider how her actions affect other people because right. because the biggest thing when it comes down to is how these families are able to put food on their table for their and mm -hmm. if Gray Eagle and other distributors that's how they put uh, food on their table and other you know bars that's sure. how they put food on their table for their families that is the number one concern yeah your woke agenda is not the number one concern and like the people that actually make the beer yeah like who actually work at the breweries just like we wouldn't push an agenda just to just to like have like our untapped shirts be pushed a certain way or whatnot yeah, right. because then it can end up affecting somebody else. And again, we're like smaller, sure. but like the point stands, you wouldn't right. just, you wouldn't just because of the fact that your emotions push you to push a certain agenda, mm -hmm. you wouldn't do that just because you think you need to out of your emotional, right. you know, your bleeding heart or whatever you think right. you have or in, right. in what good, you know, good eyes you have for this or good thoughts you have for this. No, your job is to make sales for this beer. Mm -hmm. Your job is not just to believe in this Dylan Mulvaney or whatever. Right. To think that it's important to push Dylan Mulvaney. Right. Or one, make everyone not. else believe in it is, yep. is really it. Yep. You know, and I don't know, something like Bud Light, it kind of markets itself. Like I, it's, I mean, just, literally. it's just beer. At this, at this point in time, yeah, AB is so big, it literally just markets itself. Exactly. It's like it's, you, go, you go up to, what's it called? You go up to, we go up to the bar or something like that, downtown St. Louis, let's say. Uh, can we grab a Bud Select, Bud Light, something like that? Yeah, right. Bring some out for us. First <laughs> first thought that comes to our head. Exactly. For us, a lot of times it's Bush Light, of course. But, but, but still, but still yeah, it's AB. Right, right. The idea stands. It, exactly. Like, it, right. it's AB. Like, that's, that's yeah, can I grab a Bush Light? Cool. Right. Thank you. And it's just like. It's simple. Exactly. And it just. It markets itself, like you just said. It doesn't need, even like if I see Bud Light commercials or AB commercials on TV or during the Super Bowl, you know, during Carl's game, whatever. Doesn't make me want to go buy Bud Light any more or less. Yeah. You know, like if I want Bud Light, I'm just gonna go get Bud Light. Like it's all good. You don't have to. You don't have to try and sell it to me. And I'm not some diehard Bud Light drinker. I will drink it, but mm -hmm. it's like, why is this the direction we yep. go? You know, it's in. Do you remember that Bud Knight commercial that they ran a while ago, mm. years ago? It was a big. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, 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 yeah Mitchell's yeah, laughing, yeah, but like yeah, it, was, it was. But it was just, like think about that. That's yeah. a good example. Yeah, it was just funny. It was right. like all this guy literally like wearing Bud Light cases yeah, as, as like a, armor as, as armor. Yeah. yeah. Came out like and but it didn't appeal to either political side of the spectrum. It was just fun. There was no agenda. It was just funny. Right. And right. that I mean, that right there puts Bud Light in your face. That's exactly. good marketing. Right. That's all it takes. It doesn't take you putting mm -hmm. a guy who thinks he's a, a girl. Right. Right. Because then you would go into grocery stores or gas stations to go buy Bud Light and you would see these Bud huge. Knight cutouts of bud knight yep and it's hilarious it's funny you're exactly right that's a that's a great great comparison between two marketing campaigns from the same company and it, it, it that that is funny to everybody whether you're left yeah, or right right but night is funny it was just goofy right. yeah. it is goofy it's, it rhymed it's, it's, it's with the wild. name yeah, yeah exactly dude. yeah 100 exactly. and it, it's the same thing as like that's why you know content you and i do like sometimes we're like goofy in it Sure. Because like we need to do more of it. Well, and hundred percent, and we will be bringing obviously more of hilarious. It. Well, yeah, obviously, hundred <laughs> percent. Mitch is but, just like, man, these guys suck. Yeah, these guys. Wow, I don't know why I produce for this podcast. <laughs> um, but I mean, that's the thing is like, it's like we have a woke agenda when we put out. No, absolutely not. Like, and that's that's how they think. That's right. how this VP of marketing thinks. Is like every bit of content she puts out, or every bit of marketing she puts out, has to like has to cater this woke agenda. Mm. It's like, that's not the case. I have to get everyone to believe why? in this. Exactly. And, and again, so this leads us into why. Mm -hmm. So we talk a little bit about, you know, the WEF or World Economic Forum sometimes. And like, that's a pretty common, you know, woke group, whatever you want to call them. Evil. Uh, evil e group. Evil world taking that. over group. Uh, mm. Yeah. So we talk about the world. <laughs> say evil world takeover group. <laughs> That's that's all I got for him. That's like my best description I got for him. We so, skipped language arts class. Yeah, yeah I, I I did hate that class, but um, <laughs> but I mean, guys, the honest truth is like, so you have World Economic Forum, 
And it's a lot. Of, it's shown a lot of the times the work in e economic form has connections to the companies like Nike, mm -hmm. has connections to the companies like AB, and they're very, very attached to these larger companies. Mm -hmm. Coca Cola is another one. Yeah, that like critical race theory was thing pushed down for them. Yeah, but the thing is about that. So you start seeing that they're connected to the World Economic Forum, these big companies. Mm. And all of a sudden, what's weird is that the Dylan Mulvaney campaign also came out for Nike at the same time, this, mm -hmm. this same week. Same week. And then, what was it? I Jack Daniels, again, we got to figure out what that situation was. I don't really know what it was. But I'm pretty sure they also had like a very a transgender marketing campaign in the same week. Yeah. So let's say these three large American brand companies. You, yeah. I mean, Nike, you think of as an American company. AB, definitely an American company. For sure. Jack Daniels, 100% an American yeah. company. Yeah. All in the same week. Mm -hmm. And it's pushed by like this VP of marketing who doesn't really seem to represent the rest of Bud Light and AB. Definitely not. And it seems really questionable mm -hmm. because, you know, last three years with COVID, it attacked the middle class. Right. And more people in the middle class went into poverty. Right. And more people were, I, I think the number of people that went into poverty o around the world increased exponentially during COVID. Yeah. So you start, start seeing this go around. And it's kind of interesting because the mm -hmm. biggest companies continue to get rich. Right. During this time. Right. You know, the big box stores with COVID stayed open. Yeah. Fairly certain it was the biggest wealth transfer in history. There you go. Yeah. So Am Amazon was still delivering. Amazon was still delivering. They got really rich. Yeah. Everybody was ordering online. Right. So you start seeing these agendas line up at the same time mm -hmm. at the same places. And you're like, okay, this isn't affecting the woke people. Right. This is ended up affecting the middle class and the regular Americans. Mm -hmm. Something's going on here. Mm -hmm. Should we cancel these people? Right. I don't know. Right. I don't know if we should. We need to cancel the woke agendas. That's exactly what we need to do. 100%. But because of all the things we named earlier with a company like AB or Bud Light, you can't cancel that because of the effect it would have, the trickle-down effect that it would have. Exactly. Just like this decision by them does and did. But if we completely root out Bud Light and AB, that trickle-down effect is massive, mm. is massive, because the people, the majority of people that are working for Anheuser-Busch, working for the Bud Light side of things, are going to be middle-class people. It's regular Americans. Exactly. Yeah. Now, obviously, the upper executives, like, those are going to be upper-class people. Yeah. And it, it actually came out that the actual executives of Anheuser-Busch, um, either for the whole company or on the Bud Light side of things, it didn't I, really I believe matter. it was whole, the whole of AB. But, like, yeah. the actual big dogs had no mm. idea that this campaign was going to happen. Had no idea. And that makes sense. It makes sense because that's not this company is not like that. Yep. You know, that's not they're not known to be, you know, doing this type of stuff, doing these type of marketing campaigns, pushing this kind of stuff. Like no, they are just, you know, red, white and blue, like we say merry christmas, like all that kind of stuff, you know? And then this happens and it's just like what is going on here and that's what we have to cancel is like yep. Why is someone like this even being brought into a company like this? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like who made that decision? Because I mean, I think their quotas made that decision. It could be. Like, yeah. Hey, we, we that's another thing. We haven't really hired a person with pronouns in their bio in a while. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mitchell's laughing over there too. Like, I mean, uh, we haven't hired a person with pronouns in their bio in a while. You know, the the World Economic Forum, right. Klaus, he's not very happy right now. Right. We need to be more woke. Yeah, exactly. And then they let her in, they give her free reign, and then all of a sudden they're like, Holy shit. We just lost six billion dollars in market share. <laughs> Oops! Wow, we butchered this. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> that's that's where it comes into. Go ahead. Yeah, and but you can't really cut those senior execs a lot of slack there because yep, if they lost that much in market share already, you'd expect this VP to be gone already. Right? Why has oh, yeah. she not been fired? Exactly. Those senior execs, they may not have been aware of it, mm -hmm. but at you know action has to be taken at a, at a C-suite level. You define the path of the company. Mm, 100%. So a lot of the times, um, especially in a big company like this, um, you'll see the middle management internal, you know, the internal employees with them. They they will those wokies in, in middle management will control upper level management. They're they're basically holding upper management hostage mm. because, you know, you don't wanna say you know, you don't want to call a lady a, a guy or a guy a lady or whatever <laughs> right, it is. And, right. You know and and you see that really commonly with, with fairly decent sized companies like yeah, that. Yeah, right. Uh, and, and again, like, why hasn't she been fired? Yeah, exactly. You know, like, but the question I remains. I think they said like, they were going to launch an investigation. And it's like, uh, well, it happened. It, 
you know what happened. She yeah, went on the right. podcast and talked about it. Right. You know what I mean? She's right. letting everybody know her whole plan. Right. So it's like, again, did you did you get forced to make this hiring decision? Right. Did, I mean, did, you as execs, like you don't want the, you don't want her in there. Mm-hmm. Why are you hiring her? Right. What? Who's telling you that you have to hire people like this? Right. You know what I mean? Like exactly. who's pushing you to do this? Right. You, and so here's, here's where this also stems to as well. What scares me. So you were talking about how, you know, you don't really see a lot of transgender or, you know, even a lot of like lesbian or gay people. A lot of times that's not a very common thing. That's like not a very common portion of society, so to speak. Sure. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, it's scary. Actually, there was a recent graph that came out where basically every 10 years, the number, especially so in the last, I believe, since, you know, Gen, since Gen Z's been a thing. Mm-hmm. Gen Z started when we were like, what? Gen Z was like 1997 to 2004, I believe is the correct number, which is our generation. Oh, no, it's much longer than 2004. But yeah, it, it's pretty much everyone. I think it was after 2010. I think Gen Alpha's after us. Mm. But we're all in Gen Z. In, anyways, yeah, Gen, yeah. yeah, Gen Z. The, you see really quick, this, this graph showed, and this goes for other generations as well but mainly gen z the number of lgbt plus whatever you want to call it plus alphabet this you know add patchy attack helicopter into um (laughs) then yeah you see this group though the numbers has been skyrocketing in Mm -hmm. the past 10 to 15 years so it like it used to be that you know again like I think it was like 4% or less of the population before about 2005, 2010 or so was either transgender, lesbian, gay, whatever, bisexual. Mm. Like that was about like 4% or less of the population. Mm. So, and that was just like kind of a just normal part of the population, like especially lesbian, gay and bisexual. Mm. But in the past 10 to 15 years, that number has exponentially increased, especially Mm. for Gen Z. It was like the number for like Gen Z is climbing close to 15% or something like that. Mm. Identify as some kind of LGBT you yeah. know, identification or whatever. So it's interesting. You see that and these numbers go up and up and up. And their logic behind that is that they say that these people couldn't come out for years before that, like mm-hmm. that society wouldn't have accepted them or right. whatever they, they right. said and whatnot. But the thing is you see these marketing campaigns and it's shoved down your throat again, over and over yeah. again, these drag shows in front of five-year-old to 10-year-old to 15-year-old right. kids and whatnot right. at, at libraries are telling stories with their legs wide open and whatnot. And it's enabling it. It's enabling it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like you start seeing rainbow flags in your school and whatnot. That happened with me in, in college. There was literally a separate like room that was like horrifying. It was like this pink, rainbow, red, this and that color. And it was all in one room just to enable it. And then you started seeing posters all around campus and whatnot. Mm. And this is all college campuses. This I, I went the two years I first two years of my college, I went to a pretty like what would be considered more. Uh, agricultural school oh yeah it was it was like it was more like a good old boy school more than anything else like a lot of engineers that type of stuff Mm. but you still saw a heavy amount of these posters a heavy amount of Mm. social indoctrination same thing in the schools i mean we the high school we went to just had litter boxes in the bathrooms yeah you heard about that right oh yeah you know all about that there's litter boxes for people that identified as cats in the bathroom right so you cannot tell me this is not a social contagion and this is not being pushed in every way. You see it on TV all the time. You see it in Disney. You see it on every kid's show. You see it, et cetera, et cetera. So our our generation and younger is really being affected by it. Oh, absolutely. Because it's all they see. And they assume, oh, this is like normal. Right. For me to be to try to be a girl when I'm a guy. Right. Or to try to be a guy when I'm a girl. Right. When it's not. Right. That is that is not a normal mental headspace to be in. That is not, you know even possible chromosomally mm-hmm. or biologically at all. Right. And so these numbers start going up mm-hmm. and again, it's, but, and again, like we probably, I think we really don't see it is because we're in Missouri. Like a lot of times we, it's just not yeah. very common, but you go to places like LA and New York and whatnot. And then you go to all these, you know, Austin, Texas mm-hmm. or Dallas, Texas, and these drag shows are going on. Mm-hmm. So it's a thing. And right. there was, I mean, there was a drag show literally 20 minutes down the road from yeah. our place now. Right. Right. At one at a at a large venue, mm-hmm. large venue in a big city near us. Mm-hmm. There was a big drag show there. Yeah, there so was. So it's it's growing, right? And it's not because more people are feel comfortable to come out of the closet now or right. something like that. That's not the reason. Mm-hmm. It's just all started with the slippery slope. Mm-hmm. You know when, you know, gay marriage was made legal and and you know okay you have we have freedoms in this Free country. country. Free exactly, country. Exactly. Exactly. Again, mm-hmm. I, like. I disagree, but as long as you're not 
you know, all up in my face about it. Like, I don't really care. Like, you do you, man. Mm. Like, whatever, whatever. But then it'll lead, you know, it's led all the way down to these drag shows and to marketing campaigns like this on a beer. On a beer. Again, we're talking about beer here. Mm-hmm. Talking about beer. That's pretty. That's pretty big point to point out. It's like, beer. Right. Right. Like, why about, are we messing about with as, beer? About as American and, like, easy to sell as that's you That's what get. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Again, this is something that sells itself. We don't have to do these crazy marketing campaigns mm-hmm. for it. But it's all been a trickle-down effect of this slope. You know, starting at something just, you know, seen as smaller, as a big win for that community, whatever, all the way to where we are now. And, like, this next generation that's coming up, like, again, they see it as normal. And, like, this this woman, this VP thinks it's normal and thinks that everyone should believe in this and everyone like this should be pushed more and more. And like big brands like Nike who have a huge worldwide touch, huge, possibly the most worldwide company, like at least as far as athletic equipment. Oh and, yeah. And, probably. Know, sportswear probably. Shoes and all that stuff. Like it's probably the, my guess would be the biggest worldwide company. I would say in so. that sense. Yep. Um, You know, they just, they think, oh, well, we control this, you know, we have this amount amount of money, we control this amount of, you know, people, or we have this much power, so we're going to force our ideas on it. And it's just like, that is so wrong. Mm-hmm. But it's also, these companies are smart in a way because it's so hard not to support them in any way. I mean, look, I have Nike socks on right now. You yep. have Nike socks yep. on right now. Bauer and Nike, yeah. There's, there's yep. plenty of Nike shoes sitting out there, mm-hmm. you know? I have Lululemon shorts on right there now. There you go. They're big transgender people. Yeah, right, yep. right. And fat... Uh, Models fat fat too. models too, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which makes a ton of sense for exercise clothing. But yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. a whole another. Even though their original creator was like, "No, I'm not making clothes for that type of person." But then, like yes. you just said, the the C-suite people are actually and controlling the, board, the company, the board, yep. and they force that guy out of Lulu. You know, and that's why, like, honestly, as much as we talk about them, brands like First Form are so easy to support because they don't do that shit. They don't shove anything down your throat. No. We, we, all we, they do we know is where just Andy try stands. to help you better your life. Yep. We know where Andy stands on things, but exactly. like, but it's not like first forms on their site. Like, uh, go, whoa, you must go drink, broke. you must drink protein powder. Like, no, the executive leadership team defines where that line is. If that mm-hmm. makes sense in mm-hmm. that company, it defines yep. those core values. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, we see it in my company. Um, it, it, and the bigger you get, the harder it is to kind of define sure. that culture. Um, and if you don't step up and make a strong stand against it, I mean, you'll have middle management holding your guys Doing hostage. Like and this. then, and then you know, you have a you know an older, you know, whoever it is, an older individual who's a C-suite, you know, sixty years old, and then they have a thirty-year-old VP with you know he, sure, she, they, them, z, z, whatever it is in their bio, <laughs> and they don't know how to approach them, right? And they're kind of held hostage because well, I mean, you don't hire those people, but exactly. But then, know. but then, there's so much of a distance between mm-hmm. that C-suite and that you know, in that employee, whoever engaged with um, Mr. Dylan Mulvaney, mm-hmm. you know, in the in the original. I mean, that you have to define those, right? And there's there's no other way, and that. The whole point, I guess, what we're getting at is this just doesn't surround Bud Light. It surrounds the entire cultural transition of there's no line in the sand. Right. I mean, if you if you're not, if we're not taking a stand for something, we're taking a stand for nothing. Yep. Yeah. That's and that's what Mitch and I were talking about. Christianity is at that right now. Mm-hmm. Christianity hasn't drawn a line in the sand on anything. Really. In yeah. the past, right. literally twenty to thirty years. Yeah. At least. Yeah. And. I mean, for a, for a good while, Christianity defined a lot of cultural and social norms. For sure. That's where, like, the idea of marriage came from. Yeah. That's where the idea of being a good person came from. Mm-hmm. Christian cr- Christian and Judeo values are where, where a good society is built around. Yeah. Where a, you know, logical, loving, have good conversations type of society is built around. Mm-hmm. It's built around those values. And we have had those tossed out the window for about 20 years. 20 years or so now, give or take, mm-hmm. give or take that number, yeah. you know, right around. And I think Mitchell's right because we don't draw a line in the sand on this stuff. It just keeps spiraling to the point where, cause Dylan literally had, I, I don't know if you saw this, but Dylan Mulvaney literally had a campaign where he was dressed up and he was imitating a six year old girl. I did not see this. This is a man. This is a man. Was imi- this the Nike commercial? No, or, oh. this was his own thing on his own social media. Gotcha. Imitating a six year old girl. Which again leads us to the pedophilia conversation. Oh yeah, 
it leads us directly to that. A man imitating and trying to act like a six-year-old girl because then all of a sudden you can identify as a six-year-old now uh -huh. because that slippery slope keeps going down. We're, keeps at going. we're at a 90-degree angle going down the hill at this point in time. Mm -hmm. The boulder has caught so much speed, it's running over everything. Right. And that's, what it, that's where we're at right now yeah. because the minute you allow – because, again, I mean – we literally never had sexuality pushed on us in, in school. No. It was, I remember the only thing we had, we had a sex ed class like one or two times. As part of a health class. That was yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That right. was it. Right, that was we, it. We didn't have drag story hours. No. We didn't have, we didn't have literal dudes shaking their ass in front of us right. as 12-year-olds. As right. That did not happen. No, not at all. That, that is the, however you put it, that is the normalization of pedophilia. Mm -hmm. That is where that's, this slope is leading us because they mm -hmm. think everything is okay at this point in time. All of a sudden, these 45-year-old men are now going to be able to identify as six-year-olds. Yeah. And now, can they can they date six-year-olds? Right. First of all, fuck no. Yeah. No, they can't. Right. Absolutely not. Right. That's chipper. Yeah. Start up the chipper at that point yeah, in time. Right. But that's, again, that's where we get led. Right. And then there's the other conversation here, and this is, I will transition a little bit here. There's also the idea that is there bigger issues going on here? We're focused on this transgender thing, it, it, you know, Bud Light, whatever. It takes our eyeballs off this. Meanwhile, the U.S. is almost at war with Russia and China over the oil stuff that we were talking about. Yeah, and how the dollar is very quickly losing the dollar its value. Is U.S. dollar is going down. The like Chinese this. yen has taken over in Russia for oil. So yeah, are we we talk about no distractions one, here, right? Right. Because we didn't draw a line in the sand, and then we get distracted and focus on this stuff. We get outraged about it, and then we do nothing about it. Right. Because if we just if we just held the line in the sand, and then focused on the big stuff, like the Ukraine shit or whatever. Right. And you know, cultivating a diplomatic relationship with Russia and China, because I don't think anybody wants war with those two countries. No, of course not. I, It'd because be catastrophic again, for the entire world, especially especially if they're united. <sighs> That's a scary thing. Uh, we're, I mean, we're done. We're done if if it if it, yeah. if it goes down like that. I don't care how good our navy yeah. is because have you seen our military now? <laughs> look at look at look at the guy that represents the military that's in the White House. Yes, yeah, he what is he Secretary of Defense or is it whatever he or she whatever, or whatever yeah it is a is a transgender person. Yep, representing the U.S. military. Excuse me. Is that what we're worried about? Excuse me. Huh? What? <laughs> I I think the military is just kicking ass and taking names. That's what it's supposed to be. Not mean. that you can't fi find out if you're a guy or a girl. Yeah, right, right. Or if you don't take this vaccine, like you're gone. Like, what? What are we talking about? Our first guest that we're going to have on in a few weeks, like, he can talk all about that. Mm. Yeah. He'll, he'll give you guys some great insight on that Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it, that, that's, it's very disappointing to see the direction of the military. And again, he can, he can go into more detail on that, so maybe we leave that for them. Yeah, sure. Um, but yes, that is very disappointing. And again, people don't realize what's going on the, the handshake deals that are being done between China and Russia mm -hmm. and what that could mean for the U.S. Again, that's that's where my issue lies because we talk about Bud Light and it distracts us from the actual mm -hmm. thing that's going on. Right. That the U.S. literally could be falling out of the world power conversation. Right. Which will lead to nothing good. Whatever, if you're far left, far right, transgender, blue, white, doesn't matter. Whatever yeah. race, doesn't matter. Right. If we start falling and our freedoms start falling, we're going to have different issues on mm -hmm. our hands. Mm -hmm. And instead, we worry about whether or not a marketing campaign should be woke or not. For sure. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And all, all it starts with is just uniting and saying no. Yep. And denying the stuff and paying attention to the real things that matter. Especially, like Wirtz, like Wirtz pointed out, guys, especially like you said about men becoming men again. What you said about those dads Absolutely. at drag shows. Absolutely. Sitting there watching. That's exactly why we're doing the men's night stuff. You That's wouldn't exactly catch either one of our so dads just chilling on, oh, watching that. Oh, no. Absolutely oh. not. The, the scary thing is my mom would have been at that for Absolutely. all. Man, both of our moms would have been <laughs> cutting down forest yeah, for right. that. It would have been bad. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's crazy because, again, like you said, it's, it's apathy. It's, yeah. it's just sitting back and just letting things happen, not mm -hmm. drawing that line in the sand like Mitch said. Not being the first. 100%. We're not being the first to say no. We're putting our ideas and opinions out there for you guys. We're putting it all over social media, all over Spotify, yep. Apple. Like we're putting it out there. Guys, we're doing it. Follow us. Yep. Follow us. Join us. You know it's the right thing to do. You know it is. Like I'm looking at you right now. I know you know it is. That's where it starts. Yep. 100%. Guys, at the end of all of our episodes, we have Mitch, our wonderful third voice. 
ask us a Q&A question that is submitted by you guys, the listeners or the viewers. Um, by the way, you can submit those to extrications at gmail.com. There's also an email button on our Instagram, which Super is nice. at untapped.llp. Um, it's in both of our bios on Instagram, but you can also send them in that way. You can DM, DM them to us, uh, and we send all the questions over to Mitch. We really do not look at them. Mm-hmm. He gets all of them. He's got a whole stack of them, and then he goes through, and he picks one, and then he asks us. So, yeah. Mitch, go ahead if that you're ready. That was a great transition. I love it. It was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll draw my line in the sand here before we ask the question. Sure. Trans- transgenderism is a mental illness. Mental illness. Gender dysphoria. That's what it is called. There's no other way around it. Yeah. Period. The end. Yeah. No excuses. There's no other conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's it right there. So that transitions into our question nicely. What are ways to make great decisions quickly? What are ways to make great decisions quickly? I have have a solid answer for this one. Go for it. Yeah. Go for it. I think you have to put yourself in situations in practice similar to sports in this way Mm -hmm. that train you to make good decisions quickly. I think if Mm. you, if you've never seen a situation before, Mm -hmm. you know, you're caught in a firefight, for example, out. Well, okay. We've never been in a firefight. Of course. Let's let's use a, (laughs) yeah, let's use a personal one. You're right. You're right. My bad. Let's, let's say, you know, I step on the ice for the first time Uh and I'm like, uh, somebody's coming at me full bore. I have to figure out a way to defend them. That first time, it's not going to go well. You don't ha- well, and you don't have an option. You got to make a decision. Exactly. Right. So that's the thing is like the way you do that is I practice for it. Yeah. I practice my whole life for it for 20 years. I mean, six year old me, I can tell you that right now, just got walked around. <laughs> Everybody that came out me on the ice, I got walked around. It would look like me out there on the ice if we were all skating. Hey, I'm telling you, words has potential on the ice, guys. That's another conversation. But I mean, you've never uh, even seen me skate. I, I just have a feeling. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Just, just a feeling. Um, but I mean, guys, like that's what it comes down to. I think you have to train for situations. I think that's why it's important to train with firearms because mm. if you've never handled a firearm and you're like, uh, you somebody's go. broken into my house and I have to pick up a firearm and shoot them. You're going to put one through the ceiling yeah. and then they're, they're going to take all, all your you know TVs and everything. You're going right. to be robbed. Yeah. You're going to be done for <laughs> while you're sitting there trying to load your gun. Yeah. Uh, uh, hey, hey dude, could in, you wait a second while I, uh, while I load this mag? Yeah. Uh, because I don't know how to do it. Do I pull this slide back? I, right. No idea. Or no, you live a, in Illinois and you have a 10-round mag. <laughs> and you miss all of those. <laughs> oh, Illinois. What a shithole. Or California. For, or for those York. of us that say it correctly, it's Illinois. What, what is it? Illinois. Illinois? Yeah. Ill. Ill? Not, not L. Illinois? It's like it's milk. Oh, man. Milk, not milk. Well, I say Warsh, so oh. it's game over. For at I'm that point. Bang time. this mic into my you're not. You're not from Missouri. Stop lying. <laughs> oh, I definitely am. Deport um, words out of Missouri. Is it syrup or syrup? Syrup. Syrup, yeah. All right, good. We yeah, yeah that, that one. one. I know right, that cool. one. Yeah, cool. yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, we're good on that one. Man. Uh, I think it would, uh, I think my answer, so I think that was great. I think it's mm-hmm. a great answer. And then training with firearms to be prepared for I think that that's the easiest. I think, it's a, I think that's the easiest I one. I think it's a great example. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's fantastic. Um, I think mine is just being confident in that decision. Mm. And sometimes you're going to make the wrong decisions. Sometimes you're going to make the right ones. The more often you make the right ones, the better you're going to be at making those quickly, you know? So I think it's just, and this is very hard to, to not do, but it's to not, to not be super indecisive. If you see a clear-cut option mm. between two things, make a decision, stick with it. That's good. You know? And maybe, maybe it doesn't seem like it's the right decision right away, but if you continue pressing on and you keep you know, forging fortitude if it's necessary, there you go. Yep then you might realize that it is the right decision and then you'll gain more confidence. So then next time you'll be more confident in that decision. So I think it's building that confidence and I think building confidence comes with practice. Yeah. So I think those almost go hand in hand. You know, I think, I think that's, I think that's really good because what you said is you basically said like, you know, don't be indecisive. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So you should have the confidence to make a quick decision no matter what the outcome might be. A hundred percent. So I think that's good because let's say you, you know, you haven't trained for, like you, you and your, you and your lady are out on the town or whatever. And mm-hmm. somebody comes up and tries to take your purse. What's your first instinct, right? Tackle the guy, uh, let him, let him run off with it. You right. know, try to get a face or something like that. Take, go to the police. What's your first instinct? Right. But, I mean, I don't it think should I, be defend her. It should be defend her hundred <laughs> percent. Right. But I think bio, I mean, if we're going to go to biological imperatives, I think ever, especially every man, we have the instant instinct to protect. Absolutely. Less so with the low T stuff we talked about. Sure. But 
Um, but I think we have the instinct to protect. So that should be your first thought. Hold on, dude. That's that's toxic masculinity. I'm a misogynist, a noted misogynist. Clip that, guys. Clip (laughs) that. He said it. He admitted it. (laughs) That's gonna be everywhere. Oh my gosh, dude. Eventually, five years in the future, they're gonna be like, like, well, he said, he said it. (laughs) Like, well, I did. I guess I did say it. That's true. But right. Um. But no, I mean, that's the first instinct should be to protect. It should be whether whether or not. Let's. I mean, nobody practices for getting mugged. Of course, like that's not that's not really a thing. Right. But can you sharpen skills that will help you in a mugging situation? Mm-hmm. Can you Absolutely. be physically fit? Can you be physically fit? Can you, you know? be proficient with firearms? Right. Can you be proficient within martial arts in some way? Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. 100%. Right. So I think that right. I think that's great. Even at a basic level. You know, oh, you don't yeah. have to be a, a jiu-jitsu black belt. Yeah. But no. like just a basic level of hand-to-hand combat. Something like that. 100%. You know, so I I agree 100% with yeah. you. Yeah. I think that's great. All right, well guys, that is our first breaking news episode of season 3. Drink course. Drink course. Drink course, and, baby. And bush light. And bush light. Sorry, I can't get rid of that yet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, guys, we talked a lot about uh, what's going on there with Bud Light in this in this episode. It's a hot topic, so let us know what you think. Do you agree with us? Do you not agree with us? Did we bring something up that you didn't think about, or do you have a different idea about it, guys? Let us know. Let us know in the comments on YouTube. Let us know in the comments of our posts on Instagram. Um, just give us your feedback. We've gotten a lot of feedback just on the first two episodes of season three so far from a lot of new listeners, from a lot of listeners that we've had for a long time, guys. It means a lot to us, okay? I'm always sending screenshots to these guys of the feedback we get. Dude, They're yeah. doing the same to me. Oh, yeah. Whenever we get together, we're always like, you know, so-and-so said this. So like, It's awesome. Yep. It's awesome. Um, so we love that. So please continue that. Please continue sharing the shows. Um, Spotify, Apple Music, they make it super easy to share that to your Instagram stories. It helps us grow. It's free. It's free. It is, guys, it is free. It's two buttons. And if you really enjoyed it, which I know a lot of you do because you mm-hmm. talk to me about it, share it. Please, Please do. Seriously. That's just toss, how... them. Just toss them the story. Exactly. Please. It's gone in 24 yeah. hours if it's that big of a deal to you. Yeah. No, it's true. <laughs> yeah. It'll be gone in 24 hours and, you know, like somebody gives you crap, then send them to us. Yeah. We'll talk to them. We'll take care of it. Yeah. We'll, we'll <laughs> handle it for you. <laughs> guys. Until next time, peace and love. Thanks, guys.